the Husker Cuscast Sports Show. I'm your host, Patrick, and with me are my cohort, co-host, cousins, the Cape Crusader, the Boy Wonder, and the Clown Prince of Crime to my foppish feathered fiend. We are recording this episode on June 14, 2017. Will the Big Red avoid the malevolent mellow of marijuana? What about the wacky winding road of recruiting and the nefarious trials of the NBA Finals? All of this and more tonight on the Husker Cuscast. We open tonight on the city by the bay, Oakland, where the Golden State... (coughs) Where the Golden State Warriors defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers in five with Kevin Durant earning MVP honors. Cousins care to offer thoughts, ponderings, reflections, Justin, and unhinged rant, perhaps. You go to me first on all this? Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you've got all the energy, man. Uh, no, not anymore. <laughs> but, you know, let's, let's remember that Golden State was supposed to win, right? Yeah, they were favorites. Yeah, they were supposed to win. They were a team that won 73 games last year and added Kevin Durant. And, uh, you know, Kevin Durant, he was a beast in these finals. He was a... Uh, he was finals MVP, and it was well-deserved. Uh, and I'm not quite positive that they would have won without him. But Golden State, they won the title. I will say it. Good for them. They did it. Uh, because if they wouldn't have, they would be a laughing stock because they were supposed to win. That's all I have to say about that. That's uh, crazy. It's, fun, it's funny that you bring up that they picked up Durant. When you're not understanding that, Cleveland Cavaliers have the highest payroll out of any NBA team. You realize that? All I'm saying is they were a team that won 73 games last year in the in the regular season and added Kevin Durant. So, because, yeah, because they're, they're supposed good. to win. They're good. They're damn good. These guys are the they're first team now. to they're win even- 50. They're, they're the first team in any sport to win 15 straight playoff games. They were, I mean, and you look at the regular season, they were the best offensive team in the country. They were also the second best defensive team in the country. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to argue. And, and look, Durant definitely gave them the edge in this game, in this series. There's no doubt about it. And Patrick, congratulations for calling, being the only one to call Durant in five games. Thank you. For the MVP. You. And I, Technically, I said seven for Warriors. I wanted seven. I said five. For- uh, you get yeah, me confused with Patrick. Okay, but, okay. Uh, I, I thought you guys both had said five. I'm sorry. Well, sorry I'm the more game. handsome of the two, so. Anyway. Either, either way, I mean, the Warriors, most generally speaking, manhandled Cleveland. You know, there was the close, the, the close game three that, again, LeBron doesn't play defense, that he let Durant take that easy three-point shot that gave him the lead. The game four time. game was a pretty close game still. But the game five game, even, I mean, that game, you know, I'll give a little credit to the Cavaliers for coming back and making that an interesting game. But it was, at the end of the day, it was a desperation game for them. But, but at the end of the day, the the, the, the the Warriors really manhandled them throughout that game. I mean, what we just saw there was one of the best teams I have seen in the last decade in the NBA. I mean, you have to go back from to probably the early 2000 Lakers have two of the top three players on the same team and yes justin curry is a top three player in the nba I mean, he played phenomenal over the series 26 points uh eight assists and nine rebounds i mean he had nine rebounds well, a game 
He's or the, stuck, and, and, and let's not forget game four. Game Did you four read some sucked. hyperbole flakes? What about Jordan okay, Nelson? Okay. What about the Bulls, man? But, 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 I took okay. the last ten years, but I, I, they, I, I think I think what you're also forgetting is the fact that Steph Curry is like a five foot eight point guard, yeah. and he's getting eight rebounds a game. I, I mean, that's pretty good. It's not something you would expect out of a five foot eight guy. I would argue argue that Durant made him more complete because he adds a lot more versatility than Curry because Durant's so tall. He's seven foot. He's got the length. And I mean, he was just hitting those threes all series. So he might be he actually made the team more complete, in my opinion. Patrick, I would argue that Curry and and Thompson make Durant better because I could tell you when I watched Oklahoma City, when Durant was there, he wasn't getting wide open dunks. Yeah. Like, I mean, those guys, the way they spread the ball out, and Curry, as great a shooter as he is, he doesn't get enough credit for the way he drives to the hole and the way he passes. Because the passes he was creating, I mean, he's an unselfish player. I mean, this guy, he is all heart, and he plays every minute of every game. Did you see the cha-cha well, he put on James in that one game? I'm, I'm never going to forget that, man. He made James look like an idiot. Oh, yeah, <laughs> when he double-dribbled. Anyway, there were only two players in this finals. There were only two players in this finals that played a complete, uh, complete finals in every game, and that was LeBron and KD. Everybody else Wait, took, the, whoa, whoa, took whoa. a game off. What about Kyrie Irving? I would argue Kyrie Irving was a was a more uh, okay. yeah. productive scorer than LeBron. I, 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 yeah, but I don't know if in games one and two, if you can say Kurt, uh, that Irving was that great. So, he had some decent teams. He, he wasn't, he wasn't great. What does that prove? Like, when Michael Jordan won his first national, uh, world championship, I think the game clinching series against the Lakers, he had, like, 20 points. Had, I mean, like, Le- what does that prove? Curry had one bad game this series. I mean, he, I, had I, a- I, I will he was say, shooting I, terrible from the field. I will say, I will he say this. Like, he's, like, 370 for, I mean – well, where are you coming from with this? Because yeah, he had a bad shooting game as far as the three pointers, no doubt about that. But the guy, well, he was two for nine. But the, the then from the field, he I, I can't remember what the exact number was. It was like maybe seven for seventeen or five for seventeen or whatever it was. Yeah, but the it's point when he, is he adjusted and he got layups and he's and he scored. He contributed. So it's not like he just shot. No, he laid down and died. Uh, no, that's that's a BS. The one thing I will say is. This has to be the end of the discussion as far as LeBron being the best of all time. This has to be the end of the discussion. Why? Why? He averages because he, he's three. Double. He is three and five in the finals. He averaged a triple double in the finals against the one of the best teams of all time, a team that has four all stars, and nobody could stop him. I think you could argue he had. You a want good to talk about one play that he did is, not play defense? Maybe, maybe, maybe if he played he defense, short way more often than he has succeeded. In getting the maybe if he championships. maybe if he played defense maybe you could sit, could start considering him a great player or one of the greatest players of all time but the guy doesn't play defense I don't know how many times in this series I watched this guy jog down the court and just let a a, a dunk happen because he, he didn't he even try to get times. back on defense yeah and and then, and then and then they, then he let Durant take that three point shot that gave him the lead in game three he had a couple he had a couple instances also where he could have made a rebound a clutch a clutch rebound and he he didn't do it I don't know whether he was flat footed or okay. didn't know where the ball was or he was winded and that's the other thing physically and the, I don't think he was quite uh, uh, quite in his prime okay tag me in here Justin I'm gonna come to your defense here LeBron is one of the greatest players of all time and he had a great NBA final. 
I think the, the, the problem is if you're going to stack him up against Jordan, where I think most people are, that's where he's going to fall short. Because Jordan left no doubt about that he was the best player in the NBA for about 15 years. There's a little doubt right now with LeBron. and I mean, he's a great player, top five all time yet. Is he second best? I don't think so, but I'll I, listen. I don't think but he's, he's not, not even Jordan. close to second best. Yeah. Who, who do you have ahead of him? Well, I, like I was telling Justin, I'm not even 100% sure I put Jordan as the all-time number one. You got Bill Russell, who played 14 years and won 11 championships. Yeah, but Will but Chamberlain is probably the, the best scorer in NBA history. I mean, 100 points. Can't take I mean, that. Absolutely. I mean, you, if you go back further and start looking at what some of these guys did, Will Chamberlain also has the most rebounds in a single game with 55 rebounds in a single game. They're, they're I mean, up, really? But it's hard but to I compare think, eras. They're just so different. I mean. Exactly. Exactly. But we do it in other sports. I mean, there's no one that's arguing that Muhammad Ali is the, one of the greatest boxers. We say that's okay, and he played the same time as those guys. I mean. You know, Mickey Mantle and Willie Mays, Aaron. They were the argument that basketball is nowhere near as physical as it was back in the day. I mean, back in the '80s and even back in the '60s was more physical. This is oh, very, it's, it's a whole different era. It's hard to compare them. In any case, uh, where do you think we're going to go as far as? I mean, do you think LeBron's going to return to Cleveland? Do you think he's going to go elsewhere? Oh, I think he's going to return. I mean. You, there's no situation that's as good as Cleveland. Kyrie Irving is a top 10 player. Kevin Love's a top 25 player. That team is a good bench. They're a little old, long in the tooth, but I, I don't know where he's going to go and be in a better situation. Well, we'll see what happens next year. And Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Warriors and Cavs uh, part, where are we at now? Four? Who knows, right? It's, look, it's looking that way. It's looking that way, definitely. Other teams, step up, please. Okay, moving on. Uh, got some Husker news, and uh, once again, we're suffering from reefer madness in in, uh, in Husker land. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson Jr. got busted for marijuana possession, and I believe drug paraphernalia possession. Is that correct? I believe yeah. so, yes. Uh, his... his uh, the, the amount of weed that he had on him was not quite near as bad as what uh, Stanley, Stanley Morgan, Morgan had on him. Okay. However, in the state of Nebraska, anything less than an ounce is considered the same misdemeanor fel- or same misdemeanor crime. Crime, yeah. So, I mean, Stanley Morgan would have been slapped with the same penalty that Keyshawn got slapped with. Which, in the end, he's going to end up with that anyway because Florida's dropping the amount down to from 21 to 20. Uh, but but I think, I think, I think the, the uh, culture of what's going on, I understand that no matter any offseason, you're going to have some players getting a little bit of trouble here and there. But now you're looking at so many players in a matter, I mean, two wide receivers in a matter of, it's happening a way month. too often. Getting it's in trouble. A trend. I, yeah. And getting in trouble for the same thing. And yeah. that's Yeah, I mean, God. It, <laughs> it's it's hard it's hard not to think that maybe there's a trend going on at this point. Yeah, I I'd say a trend is definitely uh something to look at. Now, uh, Tyler, where do you how do you think Riley can combat this or, you know, dissuade players from, you know, smoking the ganja? 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, if if he really wants to deter players from do that, he could bring down the Iron Fist. He could cut Stanley Morgan or Keyshawn Johnson Jr. But he's not going to do that because let's real. This wow. is this is he's this not is not something. Morgan, but he's, yeah, but I I think I think cutting is probably a little harsh. Well, I'd say if he wants to if he wants to get that off the team, I mean, he could do that. But I I don't know. I don't think he's probably looking at this like this is a huge deal. He might suspend a guy for a game. He might suspend him for a two. But you know, in the case of Keyshawn Johnson Jr., he's our seventh best wide receiver. Probably is going to redshirt. I, I mean, this is this is a non-story in my point of view. Hey, Ty- Tyler, let me ask you this: Does this little infraction here push him a little closer to being redshirting this year? I, I guess what I would say is probably, but. If we needed him game three or four because of injuries, I don't think they're going to be like, eh, we're not going to play him now. I, I don't think it's going to hurt him in reps. I, I think the chances probably slightly go more to redshirting, but it's not much. Justin, you're awfully quiet. What are your thoughts on the subject? I don't know. It's Riley is in a uh, unique position here. You know, what, is, what does he do? Is he going to shut down? Uh, Stanley Morgan and Keyshawn and Antonio Reed for a game or two or four. Can his career, you know, risk that with that many wide receivers out? I'm kind of curious on what he's going to do if he, what he can do, you know, I don't think you can let it go with a slap on the wrist and say, okay, don't you do that. I think a suspension is definitely needed now, whether it's one, two or four, I don't know what that's going to be, but so, I hope it's so, not too. Justin, let me ask you this. With having, I mean, I understand Keyshawn Johnson wasn't expected to be a huge factor in this season. But with these guys getting suspended and hopefully maybe not more than this, does this does this retract what you think of the season as far as, especially if they end up getting suspended for two games? Does, does that change your thought on whether we're going to win these first two games? Uh, wow. I guess that would really depend on how we look against Arkansas state. If you know, we don't have Stanley Morgan, but you know what? Riley's in this position because he has to do something. He just can't let this go. And because I think that reflects poorly on his leadership where they'll, they'll just kind of walking all over him. Yeah. Yeah. Maintain the discipline. He's got to maintain the culture. Bo did. He was really good at disciplining for the most part. Yeah. You know, I'm, I guess he kind of treated weed a little bit different. You know, ask Randy Gregory, but. I mean, well, we get in a well, whole, like, we, na- na- about nationally how marijuana is perceived. But bottom line, we're talking about how it's perceived in the NCAA and Nebraska football. I mean, you're it's something you're not supposed to do, and yet these kids keep doing it. So one yeah, of the, the things that the I'm wondering. But 18-year-olds uh, are also not supposed to drink. And how many of those college kids do you think are drinking on campus? It's illegal for them to do it, but I mean, I, I guess the way I look at it is there's a lot of stuff they're probably not supposed to do. Well, it's like out of sight, out of mind. Same. I, to me, it's like the same thing as underage drink. That's the same. It's the same crime in my opinion. I think that Nebraska, the punishment's about the same. Uh, I mean, it's no more serious than that. And I don't think any of if a kid, got, a college kid, got busted, if Keyshawn Johnson got busted for drinking at a party. I don't think there'd be such an uproar about, hey, we need to suspend. So help me with the timeline on this. Keyshawn Johnson 
it breaks the news that he's cited for marijuana possession. And uh, then you have Cameron Brown, who decommits. Of course, he had offers from Alabama and Ohio State, right, Tyler? Yep. Okay. So he decommits from Huskers. Do you think that uh, was a catalyst for him decommitting with Keyshawn Johnson uh, just coming up hot? And maybe he doesn't want to associate with those type of people, or maybe his parents influenced him with like, hey, why don't you just keep on looking so he opens up his recruitment? Do you think there's any connection whatsoever between uh, a fellow receiver coming up hot, the second one in a month, well, it's not so and much coming up hot as much as getting busted with Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, but I mean, no, I know what you're saying. I know, I know what you're saying. But, but throw in the uh, third DUI by Keith Williams in there, and maybe all of a sudden it's looking like, hey, maybe this isn't the route I want you to take. Yeah. I, I could see it, par- it parents definitely start. To- I mean, it makes everything look very suspect, right? It makes the it yeah, makes it makes absolutely. the look it like they're very witchy, like out of control. Ambiguous about their. I don't think it's out of control, but I do think it's something they need to keep an eye on. Because something isn't there's there's a definite disconnect. These kids are not registering that things are bad and you shouldn't do them, you know, for the sake of the team, right? So so okay so okay Tyler answer that answer the question on what do do you think that has anything to do with why Cameron Brown decommitted? Zero point zero. <laughs> I, I I think I think he decommitted because he went to Ohio State football camp got an offer from them and said, oh, hell, I just got an offer from Alabama and Ohio State, and I committed completely on emotion after going to the red-white game, and maybe I need to take a step back. He didn't say, oh, I'm decommitting and signing with another school. He said, you know what, I'm going to take a step back and look at these things. And, and let's be honest, that's what most of these kids, when they give an early commitment, are doing anyway. That's why a lot of them still do recruiting trips. They, they save their spot at a school they like, and their recruitment's still open. It's not closed until they sign on the dotted line, most kids. But let me let me ask you this, Tyler. I, you pay attention to recruiting probably more than any of us. So how many times does a player commit to a school, even early, and then decommit and end up signing with that same school? Not often. I mean, not, not often. Um, because usually there's a reason why they're decommitting. I mean, I... I, I guess I can't say for sure, you know, who, how often that happens. But usually when they open up, even when they say they're still looking at the school, usually if they're leaning towards that school, they're going to keep committed, pull, pull a Jameer Calvin and say, oh, I'm committed, and hold their spot until uh, signing day, and then they'll switch. No who was that, that, anyway. that, that schizophrenic uh, recruit we had last year? Jameer Calvin, was that his name? Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. yeah. I'm still not sure what team he's on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think he knows. <laughs> but, you know, right now, now we're recruiting to a really interesting spot because, you know, we lost our first commit. Uh, you know, Elijah Blades, who may have been our second best recruit last year, is it going to be coming to campus? Uh, I, watched, I watched him on Periscope tonight and he said, nope, not going. Academic uh, reasons? Is that the rumor? Or? Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't heard a definite answer, but yeah, that's kind of. He said I, no. I, I ain't going, he said no. I ain't going to college. I so, ain't going to. Okay, no skin whoa. on our nose. Interesting. So he's not even going the uh, junior college route. 
Well, so Periscope tonight, he was on it, and he said about two hours ago, said, no, they, someone asked him, hey, where are you going to school? He said, not, nah, not nah, I ain't going. I think, not, nah, I ain't going to college. So, based off that right. set. Good but, luck in but life. And he, he, may, he may end up, he may end up going Juco. He may be in Lincoln in two years. He may be retaking the ACTs. He may just be trying to get it. I will tell you, as a fan, it is really obnoxious because about 12 people hopped on his periscope saying, why aren't you coming to Lincoln? Why aren't you coming to Lincoln? And if the this kid are, is yeah. academically eligible, you do feel kind of bad for him. Like, wow, quit, leave the kid alone and quit asking him why he didn't make it. I, know, I don't feel bad. It's worse in a lot of ways that the fans are just badgering these kids. They're just kids. I mean, I understand that. I understand that, but you have a future to look forward to. And at 18 years old, it's time to start looking towards that future. I and understand, yeah, I understand in the abstract. I'm just trying to tell these kids to actually consider that. I mean, they're not seeing, they don't see the world like that, unfortunately. They don't start seeing the world like that until, honestly, it's too late. Until they're like 25, and it's like, oh, crap, what am I doing now? I disagree. I think a play, I think an 18-year-old kid who has as much potential as what Elijah Blades was supposed to have knows that the education portion was going to be very important and in order to get to into college and then get into the pros where he was probably trying to get to. Got to go through one thing before you can get the other. I, I, I Exactly. But you didn't work hard to get the academics down. And so I don't feel bad for you. Yeah. Things are handed to you in life. And, and, there's, plenty of oppor- and there's plenty of opportunities in Nebraska to do that. I mean, you can go to the Life Skills Center. You can get tutoring. You can get all sorts of stuff. There, Absolutely. I mean, you have yeah. to get there first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyler, cheer us up. Are there, are there any – yeah, go ahead, Justin. So it really sucks that you know we're losing a highly touted recruit, but let's be positive. That opens up another recruit spot, right? Or yeah. do we still lose it anyway, Tyler, since he signed? Well, no, we, 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 I mean, well, it doesn't really matter because we're not going to sign anyone else from 2018 unless we get a transfer. But at this point, that's probably done. But no, I mean, it does open another one for next year. And I think, yeah. you know, we do look at our big board and, you know, for DBs, we do have a lot of talent out there still. I mean, we, we have the name that uh, he just released his top six this week was Houston Griffin. Um, he goes to IMG with uh, our boy Boogie. And uh, I mean, he, he's as good of a, I think he's number nine corner in the country. Um, you know, we, we're in the running for Bryson Addison or Brian Addison, who's like one of the top 15 safeties. I mean, there's a lot of talent out there that could take his spot um, from a DB perspective. But yes, I think that that is a positive. But, you know, Elijah Blades was a top 15 corner also. And it's not a guarantee you're going to get someone of that caliber in the university. Well, you got to fill it however you can. I mean, it's yeah. But he made his choice. What are you going to do? All right. Uh, I guess we can start talking about the big news. Hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on, hold ahead, on. I, I would like to throw one complaint out there as far as recruiting goes. Can, can the NCAA please step in and stop some of this early recruiting? Nebraska just offered this Dakari Collins. Eighth He's going to be a freshman this year. Yeah. And, then to top it, and then to top it off, I heard Hawaii is offering Titan Lacadden, who is 11 years old. He's in. He just got out of fifth grade. That's yeah, but he's can legit. We, can we put a stop to this 11 madness? 11 years old? No. He's legit. No, I saw he his, doesn't have the mental capacity to even think that far ahead. I saw his flag football highlights. Sensational. 
I'll, I'll tell you the kid from Atlanta that we Gee, offered. Christmas. He, he he's six foot three, hundred and eighty pounds, and runs like a four four forty in eighth grade. So yes, I I, I understand that, more. but but I think the NCAA at this point needs to step in and and I don't know put an age limit on when you can start talking to these kids. Something this is getting ridiculous. You're talking to these kids way too young. There's it, a woman in these kid, New these kids with a fetus. That is a guaranteed lock for Nebraska. When we get on. <laughs> there, there, there is just this is just happening too fast. These kids are not mature enough to even understand what a scholarship is, yet alone receive one. Yeah, it, it's yeah. ridiculous. The NCAA does need to change the guidelines on that, but it, it, it's it's not fun. It, the scholarships are even more meaningless when you offer an eighth grader like. That kid could blow his ACL. Well, it's, it's going ridiculous. too far. You're not letting these kids have a childhood. You're not letting these well, kids. That's not true. I mean, the kid, let's be honest. If you're that kind of prospect in eighth grade, you're going to camps looking at colleges. Getting offered a scholarship, coaches are going to talk to these kids about, hey, when you get older. But it is ridiculous to offer because obviously anything can happen. It's not binding. I think the NCAA needs to make a deal that once a scholarship is offered, you hand them a piece of paper and there there is a guaranteed offer and if, if they did that then i think all of a sudden schools would stop doing this because well don't you flirt with burnout for this kid i mean huh? he's, he's looking at something as fun and you're turning it into something that's you know he's not going to see it as fun he isn't he, well i mean i mean who knows maybe this kid decides to start smoking weed and quit playing football and drop out of high school <laughs> and that would be well, funny if uh, that school all the weed you want. yeah if that school was stuck with that re- you know, with that True. scholarship, hey, you, we, have to get you wasted it nine years ago. Well, sorry. <laughs> it, 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 that spot? I think that, that's tough because obviously schools want to offer more people and you do any to make rooms. But one more piece of recruiting news by this time next week, we'll know that where Joshua Moore is going. And this is, this would be the best wide receiver we have in this class. Um, you know, so far he, I mean, he is a phenomenal player. Uh, I, I'm I, nervous about where he's going. I, I mean, there's I, a lot I, of I, I see a lot of people starting to lean towards the Texas A&M route with his brother. Well, so th- the thing that's weird, he went, he he transferred to IMG in Florida, and then he said, "Yeah, I don't want to go there," and transferred back to Texas. Um, I mean, just a couple hours ago, there were a lot of Texas like insiders that were picking Nebraska. I mean, I've heard Florida State. It's between us, Florida State, A and M. I I don't know if anyone really knows where he's going, but it. it I, I also I also I also heard that part of the reason they think he tra- he transferred back to Texas was to play one last year with his brother because he plans on committing to Nebraska. But I mean, it's all speculation, so who knows? This kid's story though is really cool. Oh well, that's a shitty word, but it's an interesting story. I mean, he's committing on June eighteenth because one of his other brothers died on that date, um, and and. And it's it, a sentimental day for the guy. So I think he knows where he's been going for a while. I, I just, I, I think it's, it's up in the air what school that's going to be committed for. And I, I hopeful next week we could be celebrating a big time recruiting, getting us back in the top 10. Yeah, we need, we need something. We need something. Definitely. All right. And the big news on, in sports, if you want to call it that, I guess is uh, there's finally a date for McGregor and Mayweather. Ladies. How do we all feel about that? We're finally seeing Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather do battle. Anyone excited? I hope Conor McGregor kicks his ass. I hate Floyd Mayweather. I've always hated him. And there is nothing that he could ever do to make me like him. 
you think he might like dress up like an uh, you know like Irish colors to like throw uh, McGregor the same or Scottish colors I guess the same way that uh, he threw Oscar De La Hoya like all Mexican colors I thought that was interesting head games there uh, Justin you know so we all know that Floyd Mayweather he knows how to make money you know money Mayweather right. And you gotta you gotta give it to Conor McGregor, his agent or whoever's involved for securing this big high dollar fight. I think that McGregor should have had to earn this fight with Mayweather. He should have had to fight, you know, somebody somebody else out there that Mayweather beat. And Oscar you know, Deloitte. let him see how he. You name it, whatever name is out there, but see what he can do in the ring boxing instead of getting his ass kicked by Nate Diaz in uh, in the octagon. Yeah, so kind of surprised. So kudos to that. But this fight does not excite me. I'm not going to watch this fight. I am not going to contribute a dime to these two. So you're Asshole. not even curious about this because this. Well, this is almost like here's the thing. I, I, I used to. I made the joke that you know uh, Steph Curry is the only one that makes LeBron James likable. Well, you know what? I think Conor McGregor makes Floyd Mayweather likable. I'm I'm rooting for Floyd Mayweather. I hope he just schools him in boxing, wears him out. I don't even care if he knocks him out. Just that well, of course he's not going to knock him out. Floyd Mayweather don't knock people out. He Floyd just sits there. He never has. He just sits here. He just sits here and runs around yeah, court. Runs around, runs around in the ring. Twelve and rounds to goes up on points. I mean, he's the, so, McGregor so should not be fight? in this fight. He should not be in this fight. But kudos to him for. It's kind of like the Warriors. Kudos to them. You are so. So one thing I do find interesting about this fight is it's August twenty sixth, and I don't know. Floyd Mayweather was retired. I don't know what kind of shape he's going to be in. He's not a young guy. He hasn't been. He hasn't fought in almost two years. He's in his I element, mean, though, Tyler. He's in the ring. He's not in an octagon. I, I, I will say that he's probably going to win. But the the foregone conclusion that most people think that this is going to be a ass kicking, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, he may not be in the shape may, uh, McGregor's in, and and McGregor might have a little bit more power. I mean. Who knows? I mean, if I I'm bet money, I'd bet big on Mayweather if it's straight up. But with oh, the odds, I, I want to. I need a clarification here. I need a clarification here. Are they going strictly by boxing? Can Connor not use any MMA moves or anything like that? No, this is this is boxing. This, this is, is straight. They're going to be fighting at 154 pounds. They're they're fighting at 154, but it's straight up boxing. It's not MMA. This is actually sanctioned by boxing. It's going to be at MGM. And well, I mean, let, let's fa- I mean, let's face it. Floyd Miller is his ass kicked in an MMA fight. This this yeah. is yeah against Conor McGregor. I mean, this he is would have a, yeah Conor would have a better advantage over Mayweather there. So 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 absolutely Mayweather has the advantage here. I, I will say that I think Conor McGregor has a more uh, a more effective power punch than what probably Mayweather has. But May- can he land it? Yeah, is it, no. is that's it, gonna be the question. Has it been determined that Mayweather can punch? I, I'm kind of curious on that. Ah, what 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 sports doesn't give us? All right, that'll do it for us here at the Cuzcast. If you want to hit us up, visit our Facebook page and follow us on Podbean and Twitter. We're also available on iTunes. Don't forget to like us and write a review. Help us get lots of likes and lots of ratings. Email us at huskercuzcast at yahoo.com for comments, questions, suggestions on topics for future episodes, praise, more praise, or trolls to your heart's content. 
And so ends another exciting CuzCast adventure with justice triumphing in the end. But what awaits next week? Will the Cuzzes meet their match? Tune in next week, same Cuz time, same Cuz channel. Until then, go Big Red, old chums. Kapow.